everyone. Thank you for hopping on this episode of Jake Cooper Travels. I'm really excited to have everyone back. Um, I don't know when you might be listening to this, but the focus of this episode is all about planning within the new year. And I'm really excited to have um, a special guest back that I've talked to before, both online and offline. And I, uh, I think that if you kind of have any questions about how are you planning your New Year's goals financially, fitness wise, you know, all the things that you normally do, then you want to definitely stay on this because um, this episode is going to help you kind of get into the right mindset for the new year. For those that are not familiar with Jacob or Travels, I'll just share a little bit. I've been doing the show for maybe close to two years now, and um, it started off as where are we traveling around the globe, and then when COVID happened, it transitioned into the stories about people and how are we traveling, both in our personal life, with others, career-wise, family-wise, everything. So I I love meeting people and I've been traveling globally and locally. And I love to share the really great stories that are in my network. So today, um, Eileen is on and I'm going to let her introduce herself. She's been on before, but in case you haven't heard our past episodes, you definitely want to um, reach out to her and she will share with you and us how you can contact her. And if you don't have paper and pen during this episode, don't worry, the information will be embedded within the blog below and you can come back to this episode so you can reach out to her and she can help you during this new year. So Eileen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jackie. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm doing good. Um, so why don't you go ahead and introduce your business and how people can okay. contact you and then we'll kind of get into how do we start the new year with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my name is Eileen Dawson, and I am uh, from Dawson Services, and I am a money coach. So what I do is I work with people within the debt space, mostly. Um, Usually it's credit cards, it's student loans, and or auto vehicle loans. Um, So that tends to be the space I'm in. Sometimes people confuse me with being a financial advisor, but that's that's somebody else's specialty. Um, You know, a lot of times after you know, we get people out of debt, then they really start to focus on their um, uh, retirement money. So, so that's pretty much what I do. So I help people, you know, with goals and, um, you know, helping them navigate and coach them through this process, mostly of debt. So I love the, for those that are not on the, the vodcast, the video side of our conversation, I'm looking at this great picture that I believe it was your son that designed. Yes. Yes. My son's a, an artist. So why don't you go ahead and describe how wh- how he came up with this cool character for your um, logo and your services? Well, it's funny because, you know, I do some training with groups and I had different slides. And of course, a lot of times when it comes to money, people are pretty intimidated, you know, and they feel if they are in debt, they feel a lot of shame and that type of thing. So I wanted something, actually, I was thinking it was going to be more like a, just a little cartoon character. I had no idea what I wanted him to do, but I wanted it to be something that was friendly and it gave people a chance to kind of relax a little bit. Um, so that way, you know, we could actually talk. So it's a superhero. And it's funny because he's got, you know, the symbol of the, of the dollar on his chest. And then he's got the dollar bill that's flowing down as his cape. 
And then on the top of his head, he has a coin. And so I thought that was pretty cool. So I call it my money superhero. And it's really just meant to kind of relax people a little bit and, you know, have a little bit of fun as they're, as they're kind of, you know, navigating through getting their debts down. So I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so how did you, if, if people might not know, how did you end up coming into this space? Well, that's a good question. Well, I had a background at the beginning of my career in teaching. I taught a little bit in college and then I taught folks with disabilities, uh, jobs, and that type of thing. And then I kind of went into human resources and I dealt with a lot of, you know, issues and um, training and employment uh, and that type of thing. So as I navigated through that, then I had a family. I went to more part-time with tech recruiting and that's pretty much what I was doing when I decided to leave it. Um, I had been doing it for seven years and I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a friend used to say to me, if you come into the week and most days you don't want to get up to go to work, it's time for a new job. So I thought, well, I didn't want to go and get another job in the the field I was in. I wanted to do something different. And at this point in my career, I wanted to do something that made a difference in people's lives. So I kind of looked around and like, I loved teaching. I'd love to do some teaching again, but I'm not going back for another master's degree. I've got two kids in college and another one's streaming up. We don't need me in college too. So I thought, well, what can I do? What am I good at? And I thought, well, I'm really good with finances in particular money. And so I kind of started looking around and I had the opportunity to, you know, go through training, um, you know, and get certified as a financial or a money coach. Um, So that's kind of how it all started. And so it, you know, it's a very rewarding um, field and there's so much need out there for people, you know, to get help when it comes to debt. So, you know, I have no, no interest in going back to recruiting that most days I did not care to get up. And now I'm excited about getting up every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you and I've talked about the fact that when we always reach certain time markers in a year, we kind of reflect on where are we, what should we be doing? It could be the new year. It could be halfway through the year. It doesn't really matter because again, um, we're always kind of in that mode of how can I do better? Not so much better, but how I can I position myself in terms of the quality of life that I want. So, um, do you have any tips for individuals as they're going into this new year or into, if they hear this after the new year into mm-hmm. this time of reflection? So that way they can mm-hmm. think about what do they need to do? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because yeah, there's a lot of times at the beginning of the year, people do goal set or it would be nice to goal set. That way there's sort of that focus because what we focus on is what we move towards. So if, you know, we want to get fit, and that's something that we're focusing on, we're going to start to do that. And if you're like me and you put some weight on during COVID, then all of a sudden one of the goals can be to get some weight off. Um, And in particular, you know, obviously my industry is about money. So some goals and some things that, you know, people want around money, whether it's debt, whether or not it's saving more, um, and to be able to write these different goals down. Because if people don't write goals down, And a lot of times you just kind of flounder and a lot of times, you know, you're just kind of aimless and there's not necessarily this focus of where you want to go. So many studies have indicated that people that write things down, one guy actually said one time, write it in blue pen. I thought that's pretty, you know, maybe because it stands out a little bit more than the black pen, just a thought. Um, But absolutely, as far as being able to set those goals and, you know, modify them as needed, you know, none of us are perfect and hit our goals hundred percent of the time, but at least, you know, it's better to do, you know, something than to do nothing 100%. I agree. 
Um, so I know I always kind of look at um, where I need to be and what do I need to do. Um, if someone has a hard time thinking about money goals, what would you recommend that they, how would they kind of look at what their finances are? How would they kind of put it on paper so they could get an accurate picture? Well, a lot of times when I first talk with people, I give a free consult and we kind of get a picture of, you know, what's going on in their life, what's what's happening with their finances and really just kind of get it down on paper and figure out, you know, where what's keeping you up at night? What are the things that you're fighting with other people about? You know, money causes all kinds of chaos in all areas of your life. And so a lot of times during that uh, initial you know, evaluation and, and consult, I'm able to be able to see the things that are going on and also kind of get the person thinking about, you know, how things are flowing. You know, if we kind of look and see, hey, you make $5,000 a month, but you're spending $7,000 a month, we're moving in the wrong direction. What can we do to fix this and get it flowing the right way? So a lot of times that's kind of, you know, the first approach I have. And then after that, when I start working with people, it's getting more into detail, more detail about goals, more detail about budgeting, and really looking at that type of thing and getting a plan together. And then I literally walk alongside people and coach them and encourage them and anything else that they need, because oftentimes people do have trouble you know, doing it themselves. And they're very intimidated. And a lot of times they feel shame. And I take that away from them. Do, um, do you find that a lot of the individuals that you're helping um, have a hard time um, taking things off of their budget? So for example, not going to Starbucks for that $3 a day uh, coffee or not doing something else that maybe is contributing towards that debt ratio that um, maybe could be adjusted, you know, how do you kind of navigate some of the things that we just want to hold on to because it makes us feel good. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's funny. An example of this is my son. He's a freshman in college and he used his ATM 80 times last month. And so sometimes it's a case, you know, he's like, it was just a Coke. It was just this, that, and the other thing, but then it turns into hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars. And so a lot of times to be able to just kind of point that out, you know, one of the things I definitely encourage people to do is to go into their, you know, account and know what's going on in there. A lot of people don't check their bank statements, at least check it once a month and see what's going on. What are the, you know, what are the things you're making? What are the things that are coming out? Um, and, you know, it doesn't mean people have to stop doing Starbucks, but if they're doing it five times a week and, you know, it ends up being, you know, $100 or $200 a month, you know, maybe just kind of moving away from the that many and maybe it's a treat once a week or you know that type of thing people that spend too much money let's say on retail a lot of times is retail therapy but it's not good <laughs> for our you know money account that's a big one and so you know we have to kind of look at that and see okay you're spending you know thousand dollars a month on you know clothes did you know that that's you know that's twelve thousand dollars a year that's a lot of money and so we just kind of try to you know move that down so that way you know, they can see and we focus on one debt at a time. I don't look at the whole entire kit and caboodle because that could be 50,000, that could be 100,000 or more. And that's and so we start yeah. Off, yeah, we start off with the small one. And then when we have that victory, then we, you know, continue to go. So that's so, the, that's the approach. Um, so I know that um, you're in Massachusetts. I but, am in Massachusetts. But um, I have... Um, connections all over the country. So are you able to help people who are not just local to you? Absolutely. Actually, most of my clients right now are not in Massachusetts and not even in New England. 
Um, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the pandemic definitely hurt some uh, companies that are, you know, in person and they have brick and mortar and that type of thing. But for me, you know, I have the ability to use Zoom. We can go through budgets. We, you know, have an online app that, you know, deals with money. And so we can still do all of those things, you know, online uh, and, you know, phone calls or whatever, because all this stuff is, is, you know, the crux of what, you know, happens. And so Zoom has been a wonderful tool for me um, and for clients. I, I know we're going to talk a few more minutes, but um, why don't you go ahead and uh, for those that um, maybe hopped on a little bit late, why don't you say again how people can contact you? Sure. Well, um, I have my phone number on this particular uh you know, background here um, of 508-439-3034. But they can also uh, reach me on my website. It's Dawson Services um, at uh, godaddysites.com. Or they can find me on uh, LinkedIn. um, Or they can find me on Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn is probably more so. um, You can see me on the web, but you got to kind of look a little bit. Because uh, there's a bunch of companies in the in the in the country that have Dawson services, so the website's probably the easiest way, or the phone call. And I'll definitely also have that embedded below. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you want to reach out for a consultation, an initial chat, uh, definitely, you know, think about doing that. I know that um, for those of you that might not know, my background's law, actually, and so one of the things that I always ask everyone in the new year to also think about is making sure that certain things are updated. I know, and you probably would agree with this, um, you know, create a financial box with um, your bank statements, your insurance policies, all the various things, so that way it makes it very easy to, uh, in case of an emergency, to kind of go to, um, you know, so you know where everything is. Um, And it also helps you as you're thinking through the new year, do I need to get a new quote on my auto insurance, you know, or home insurance, or do, uh, like you said, when you're going through the financial budgeting, you probably need to look at some of these documents and see, okay, can I save here? Um, you know, and so collecting and creating a financial box actually will make it easier when you connect with Eileen for an initial chat. <laughs> um, and connected with that, I always put my will in there as well. And so one of the things that I suggest to everyone, because our situations change sometimes, is look and see when you last updated your will. And if you haven't updated your will, and if you need access to, um, a service that can actually help you at an affordable rate. I'm also connected with Legal Shield, and I'll put my link below because, um, again, um, instead of paying an hourly rate for some of the traditional services, it's good to be able to budget access to a lawyer that's affordable uh, because inevitably we always need a lawyer one way or the other during our life. So I would suggest as part of your, um, our, when I say you, your, the listeners, um, New Year's resolution is take a look and see who are, who's on your professional team and make sure you have a list of the, just like when we, you, both you and I are parents. And so when we had babysitters, um, we would have the list of important phone numbers on our refrigerator for that emergency call, you know, in case they couldn't reach us. So the same thing happens, you know, as you get older, you know, think about who who's on your list of who's on your personal team. Um, any other thoughts that you can think of, Eileen, that you want to share with our listeners? 
Well, I definitely want to, you know, hope that everybody has happy holidays, but they're probably going to be seeing this in January. So <laughs> I hope they had great holidays. Um, and yeah, I would say just similar to Jackie to be able to kind of put that, you know, put that down on paper, you know, what is it, what does your situation look like? What do the financials look like? What kind of insurance do you have? You know, do you have a will? 40% of adults do not have a will, Yeah. but it's not a case of if you're going to die, it's going to be when you die. So to be able to have that kind of stuff in place really makes it a lot easier for, you know, your, uh, your kids and whoever else in your family is going to be taking care of things. So, yeah, I think writing it down is the big thing for us. And goals. What are your goals? What are the things that you want in the new year? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they? Whether they're financial, whether they're weight, whether they're relationships, whatever it is, um, to be able to kind of put that down on paper so you can see what is important to you. And then it can be modified, too. Yeah. No. Um, and the other thing I'm going to add here is um, with Legal Shield, uh, and I'm a customer as well as, you know, a um, uh, a business provider with um, them. But um, I recently added ID Shield, which is identity theft protection. And um, I was hearing a story, which also made me think about this because um, uh, a gentleman had been traveling and he actually was stopped. um, And he found out that um, he had a ticket in a state he had never traveled to. And so um, he was able to have the Legal Shield lawyer help him, but he was also able with ID Shield to have them restore his identity back to um, before his um, information was stolen and he didn't even know it had been stolen. So again, right now we're doing a lot of things online, whether it's banking, whether it's you know PayPal, Venmo, a lot of things that we don't even think twice about. And so it is important to look at um, protecting yourself because your the cost of restoring your reputation, your credit, everything that you're building, it can be pretty expensive. So it's important to kind of think about that. Um, and and also when you hear this episode, wherever it, time period it is, um, definitely reach out to Eileen because no matter where you are in your process, you can always start new, just like, um, you know, your, your physical goals. It doesn't matter where you are. The next day is a new day. So, you know, um, even if you think, oh, well, it's March 1st. Well, that could be your new year's because you can start on March 1st, having a new plan of action for, you know, your year. So definitely, action is really important. And I think in 2022, um, more and more people, I think, are going to be thinking about what do they want. So um, Eileen, uh, thank you so much for being on. I look forward to talking to you. The episode with you is really important. I knew I wanted to have you back because kicking off the new year with thinking about how do we handle money and um, how do we, you know, look at it. I, I think that it's really important. Thank you, Jackie, for having me on. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Take care. Recording stopped.